And welcome to episode 100 of the Get More Sports Podcast. My name is Doug McCain. Thanks for rocking with us once again on today's episode, the special 100th episode of the Get More Sports Podcast, 1-0. We're doing it big, keeping it 100 on today's episode. Special shout out, special thanks to everyone that's made this show go 100 episodes deep. All you guys, all the day ones of the Get More Sports Podcast, you know who you are. And today's episode is Tom Brady. Is Tom Brady going to leave New England? Is he going to join the Dallas Cowboys? Is this rumor real? We're going to get into all that. And then Mookie Betts, he's finally going to the Los Angeles Dodgers. The trade finally goes through. And we're going to tell you what this means for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Mookie Betts is so good, the Dodgers traded for him twice. We've got some NBA topics, lots to get into on a jam-packed 100th episode of the Get More Sports Podcast. You know I had to bring out the special edition intro music for this one. But we've got a jam-packed show for you guys. Topics on topics, takes on takes. Lots to get into, so let's get right into it. Thank you guys so much. I love you. Mamba out. It's showtime. Are you ready? What it do, baby? Baby, baby. Let's get it on. Everything's bigger in Texas, including the rumors. And the rumor today is that Tom Brady could be headed to the Dallas Cowboys. This is all according to Michael Irving, the former Cowboy great, the three-time Super Bowl champion. He went on a local radio show in Dallas and talked about a conversation he had at the Super Bowl in Miami where the source said that Tom Brady could be joining the Dallas Cowboys. Check this out. Play the clip. Well, I can tell you something on that because I'm just telling you right now, and that Super Bowl in Miami, some very significant people, and I had some conversations leaning in that same direction, and it was shocking. I mean, I had a I had a vodka cranberry in my hand, and when they said it to me, I put the drink down and said, let's talk a little bit more about this right here, you know, because I really, I promise you, I heard, I had a conversation with people, I can't tell you who, about that same scenario going down. And, of course, people went crazy with this story. For the last two weeks, all we've been talking about is could Patrick Mahomes be the GOAT one day? Tom Brady is the GOAT today. That's why he's the GOAT! The GOAT! (laughs) So it's a big deal for him to join the Dallas Cowboys, the biggest franchise on the planet. Well, just this morning, the playmaker, he did not backtrack from his initial statement. He says, hey... I said what I said, it's just you guys reported it wrong. I didn't say Jerry Jones told me. I didn't say anyone from the Dallas Cowboys organization told me. But he did say that some prominent source told him they were hearing that Tom Brady could end up with the Dallas Cowboys. Right. And first of all, I didn't clarify anything. I I, I don't have to clarify. What I said was what I said. I said I talked to significant people. That means people that are in to know of these kinds of situations. Now, I didn't say I talked to Jerry. So what I what I don't like is when when you when I said I said exactly like I said. Then people come out saying, you know, in an article, well, Michael talked to people in the Cowboys organization. I never said I talked to anybody in the Cowboys organization. So when an article comes back out saying Michael's walking back, I'm not walking back anything. You guys wrote wrong. So so don't don't, don't put it on me like I did something wrong. When you didn't do your work, uh, uh, and I'm talking about you guys, yep. 
Now, there's some real truth to this, and there's some real smoke to this rumor, then this to me is just absolutely insane. It would be the dumbest thing that Jerry Jones has ever done, no, and trust so me, that is saying something, really considering some of the things that Jerry Jones has done in the past. But if this is the case right now, and they're really seriously considering bringing in Tom Brady to replace Dak Prescott in his prime, a franchise quarterback that's improved every single year, a quarterback that was fourth in the league last year in total QBR at 70.2. The only guys in front of Dak Prescott last year in QBR, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and Drew Brees. Who was in front of Tom Brady last year in QBR? Jameis Winston at 53.7. To me, this makes absolutely no sense. And if the Dallas Cowboys are really considering this, then in Dallas... There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Now, one way to look at this is maybe the Dallas Cowboys are playing a big game of chess. Maybe the Cowboys are saying, hey, we can flip Dak Prescott into a first-round pick. We'll get him to sign that franchise tender, trade him to a team like the Las Vegas Raiders, and then turn that pick into Tua Tungavailoa or one of these elite quarterback prospects. And then you have that favorable contract, and then you extend the window with this current team. But this is Jerry Jones. It's too short-sighted of a move for Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys. To me, it's all about the name, Tom Brady, the greatest of all time. Putting him in a Dallas Cowboys uniform, that will be the biggest story of the year, and there won't be a close second. You put Tom Brady in a Cowboys uniform, that's making every headline, and that's exactly what Jerry Jones wants. It's LeBron James joined the Los Angeles Lakers, only LeBron had more left in the tank when he joined the Purple and Gold than Tom Brady will when he joins the Dallas Cowboys. So if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, look, this could be a leverage play. It makes sense for Tom Brady as well because Tom Brady is telling the New England Patriots, hey, I need more playmakers. There's a reason why we brought in Antonio Brown last year. Nikhil Harry, the guy we drafted out of Arizona State, is not that playmaker that we thought he was going to be. Gronkowski, he may never come back. So to me, he doesn't have the weapons to win another Super Bowl for the New England Patriots. And if he goes to Dallas, you got Ezekiel Elliott. You've got Amari Cooper. You've got a plethora of weapons where he can succeed there. But to me, I think that the Dallas Cowboys, you sign Dak Prescott. He's gotten better every single year. It can take decades to find a franchise quarterback. Just ask the Miami Dolphins, okay? So there's no guarantees, even if they do turn that first-round pick into a Tua Tagovailoa or a Justin Herbert. Now, if you're Tom Brady, I love the idea of joining the Dallas Cowboys. Look, there is some value in wearing one uniform your entire career. All we think of is Kobe Bryant in a Laker uniform, Magic Johnson in a Laker uniform. The same would be said with Tom Brady. You've won three league MVPs. You've won three Super Bowl MVPs. You've won six Super Bowl championships. If you want to raise that superstar status, you join the star of the Dallas Cowboys. That's the way to do it. Giselle Bunchen, the superstar lifestyle of Tom Brady on the Dallas Cowboys. That would be explosive. And if you were to win a Super Bowl, now we're talking about a GOAT unlike any other. That's the Michael Jordan of football. If he's able to go to Dallas and win that Super Bowl, hey, he's motivated right now. He wants to win a ring without Belichick. He wants to show Patrick Mahomes that he's still the GOAT. All this GOAT talk with Patrick Mahomes. Hey, Tom Brady has the hardware to say, I put in the time and the decades of work. Could you imagine if Boston lost Tom Brady and Mookie Betts in the same offseason? Hey, it really starting to feel like Tom Brady is going to be leaving New England one way or the other. Whether it's the Dallas Cowboys the Las Vegas Raiders or the Los Angeles 
Angeles Chargers. I think Tom Brady is going to be leaving New England. And when it comes to New England and Tom Brady, Tom's up. And it is official. Mookie Betts will be a Los Angeles Dodger after a Got long it. weekend. A lot of ups and downs. Lots of rumors. You had Justin Turner going at reporters. You had the Twins backing out on the Red Sox. All kinds of rumors with High and Bloom, John Henry, and the Boston Red Sox. Well, at the end of the day, Mookie Betts was headed to L.A. Yo, Mook, what up? Just but really, it was an exhausting weekend if you follow this trade. All the twists and turns, it looked like at one point, maybe this trade wasn't going to go down. You had the rumors out there, maybe the Boston Red Sox, maybe that there was nothing really wrong with Gratterall. Maybe they were just being sticklers because of the backlash they took from their fans, from their beat writers, on the lack of return they got for Mookie Betts. Look, Mookie Betts, the best player they had ever produced out of their farm system, and you don't get enough for him, that's what their fans were saying while well, the deal eventually went down, but it was exhausting. I just couldn't take it. Here was me waiting for this deal to go down. It's ridiculous. It's obvious what's being done out here. It's on a nightly basis. I hope the world can see now what's really going on out here because it's getting ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. But then finally at 239 Pacific, Jeff Passan tweeted, breaking. The trade that will send Mookie Betts to the Los Angeles Dodgers has been agreed upon. Sources tell ESPN outfielder Alex Verdugo and shortstop Jeter Downs are among those who will go to the Boston Red Sox. So the deal was finally done, and Dodger fans everywhere were like... So Dodger fans were celebrating, getting the second best position player in the game. The best player in the game, not named Mike Trout, is going to be wearing Dodger blue next year. Dodgers Nation tweeted, we did it all for the Mookie. They called it Mookie Wood. And then Jeff Passan tweeted, catching prospect Connor Wong is headed to the Boston Red Sox alongside outfielder Alex Verdugo and shortstop Jeter Downs in the trade that will send outfielder Mookie Betts, starter David Price, and Cash to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Sources tell ESPN players have been notified. And then John Morosi tweeted, Dodgers will end up with Bruce Dar Gratterall in current version of Betts' price trade, sources say. And then Ken Rosenthal tweeted, Dodgers sending $10 million with Maeda and receiving Minnesota Twins comp B draft pick in 2020, source tells The Athletic. And then Rosenthal will go on to tweet, Minnesota Twins also getting low-level minor leaguer from Dodgers in addition to Maeda and $10 million, sources say. Then the fear was, oh, let's get to these medicals, right? It was pending medical examination. Alex Spire tweeted, medicals are done. The Sox and Dodgers deal just requires MLB approval of the $48 million cash transfer. And then Chad Jennings tweeted, Red Sox and Dodgers trade is in fact nearly finished. Sources say the Red Sox will pay half of the remaining $96 million remaining on David Price's salary. So now you're saying the Dodgers got David Price for $16 million per season over the next three years. David Price at that price is a tremendous value to this Dodger team. And the Dodgers, they won big yesterday. I'm giving them an A+. Plus. An A-plus, yes, it was an arduous trade. It took a lot of work. It was very complicated. They had to wait it out, but we're talking about Mookie Betts. 
a generational superstar. Mookie Betts, since the start of the 2016 season, Betts' is 33.8 war in that span is second in Major League Baseball, only to that guy who plays up the five freeway in Mike Trout. That is how good Mookie Betts is. I mean, we're talking about the modern-day Willie Mays. Mookie Betts compared to Willie Mays in their age 25-26 to 26 season, for Mookie Betts, 286 games. He slashed 319, 413, 578 with an OPS of 991. A 17.7 war, 61 home runs, and 158 extra base hits. Willie Mays, 304 games. He slashed 315, 388, 592, and an OPS of 980. A 15.9 war, 71 home runs, and 152 extra base hits. That is good company if you're Mookie Betts. Now, what did the Boston Red Sox get for Mookie Betts? They got Alex Verdugo. Alex Verdugo, he's a great player. Last year's rookie season with the Dodgers, he slashed 294, 342, 475, had an OPS of 817, smashed 12 dingers, but he's got a great contact rate. He's a great locker room presence. They are going to love Alex Verdugo. My only concern is that Alex Verdugo now is the guy they traded for Mookie Betts. So a lot of pressure on Alex Verdugo, but hey, he grew up in Arizona, and he grew up a Boston Red Sox fan, fan of David Ortiz, fan of Manny Ramirez. Trust me, they better bump Volver Volver at Fenway. I want to see that. And then they also got Jeter Downs, the eighth best shortstop prospect in Major League Baseball, according to MLB Pipeline. Now, here's a fun fact that Red Sox fans won't like. He was named Jeter after Derek Jeter. You know, the Yankee great who just got into the Hall of Fame. And they also got Connor Wong, who projects as a backup catcher. So, it wasn't a huge haul for the Boston Red Sox. But, hey, that's the nature of the beast. Mookie Betts was not going to sign long-term in Boston, especially for the contract offers that Boston had made him. He was going to test that free agency. And then, hey, I think that he's going to end up with the Los Angeles Dodgers long-term. I think he goes into the Hall of Fame wearing a Dodger blue baseball hat. I think he's perfect for Los Angeles. He's got that billion-dollar smile. He knows what it takes to win a World Series, and he was just the guy that the Dodgers needed to win their first World Series since 1988. Mookie Betts is going to lead this franchise to a World Series while he's a Los Angeles Dodger. I think it could be next year. I think he ultimately signs long-term with the Dodgers because, hey, they would not give up a prospect like Alex Verdugo. Red Sox fans are going to love Alex Verdugo. Alex Verdugo is going to be a fan favorite. He's going to make multiple all-star teams while he's in Boston, and I think they're going to look back and say, hey, we definitely got something for Mookie Betts, but we're talking Mookie Betts. I think the Red Sox, they're going to regret not making him in a contract offer in the 350 to $400 million range because, like I said, he's one of the superstars of this generation with his best baseball in front of him. Hey, we're in the 100th anniversary of the Curse of the Bambino. I think they might have the Mookie Hex, the Mookie Betts Hex on that franchise because you you don't trade a guy like that away that you develop in his prime. I think you keep him. I think you do anything you can to sign him, but it could turn out to be a disaster for the Boston Red Sox long-term. And then, of course, the Dodgers send Kenda Maeda to the Minnesota Twins, and they take on Gratterall, the player that was supposed to go to the Boston Red Sox. So I love the upside of Gratterall, 100-mile-per-hour fastball, a plus slider. Yes, there's those injury concerns, but you fit him into that Dodgers system. They know how to optimize their pitching staff, their relief pitchers, and it's more gas out of the bullpen that they needed. So watch the Dodgers get the most out of Gratterall and look at the Red Sox saying, hey, you're not 
not only messed up by trading us Mookie Betts, by also giving us Gratterall, we got the best of the deal from that sense as well. So I grade this an A-plus for the Los Angeles Dodgers. You got the second best player in the game in Mookie Betts, a flame-throwing relief pitcher, and then you unload Kenta Maeda, who wasn't happy with his role, and then, of course, you get the prize. Anytime you get the best player in the deal, you're the winner. You get an A-plus. For the Boston Red Sox, I'll give them a B-minus. B-minus, one, how you handle the deal was just not cool. I don't think they were operating in good faith throughout this entire process, but hey, you get Alex Verdugo, you get Jeter Downs, some good prospects under team control, but if you're the Los Angeles Dodgers, you got the bets of this deal. Darren Collison has decided to stay retired. He will not come out of retirement and join the Los Angeles Lakers. If you remember a couple days ago, the Lakers and Rockets game, Darren Collison was in the house. It felt like a college recruiting visit. Everyone was chanting his name when he was on the Jumbotron. It looked like it was a foregone conclusion that he was going to return to the NBA, return to playing under Frank Vogel, and join the Los Angeles Lakers for their championship run. But according to Adrian Wojnarowski, that will not be the case. Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted out, Veteran guard Darren Collison has decided that he won't return to the NBA this season and plans to stay retired. League sources tell ESPN Lakers and Clippers had been courting him, but Collison has informed teams that the timing isn't right for him. So it's nice to see that Darren Collison still has that pump fake because he pump faked on the Clippers and the Lakers, will stay retired, and that's a big blow to the Los Angeles Lakers. Look, the Los Angeles Lakers, they did not pull the trigger on that trade for Marcus Morris. Remember, the Knicks, they wanted Kyle Kuzma and Danny Green. Well, the Lakers said, no, we do not want to make that move. Instead, he goes to the Clippers, and the Lakers were supposed to come back with a Darren Collison signing. Look, I don't break too many stories here on the Get More Sports Podcast, but a little intel on Darren Collison. I used to cover UCLA recruiting, knew the guy who did their recruiting, Darren Collison, back in 2008, played at UCLA. I was told he was going to come back for the Los Angeles Lakers, that that was almost a lock, but he had a change of heart. I don't know if Jeannie Buss didn't seal the deal the other night. Maybe that recruiting visit didn't go as well as planned, but Darren Collison will not be joining the Los Angeles Lakers, and that is going to hurt this team because John Rondo has been horrible lately. John Rondo looks like a G-leaguer out there. Wait a second, that's an insult to G-leaguers. He does not look like a professional NBA player. If his name wasn't John Rondo, he would not be donning the purple and gold. And I'm starting to have some theories on John Rondo. Once a Celtic, always a Celtic. Is he sabotaging the Lakers because he's still rocking Celtic green under that purple and gold? I don't know, but he's really hurting the Los Angeles Lakers right now, even more than he did when he was the point guard of the Boston Celtics. They need to replace those minutes with someone else, and it looks like right now the Lakers are pivoting to Dion Waiters. According to Adrian Wojnarowski, he tweeted, Update in story via Brian Windhorst and me, Lakers expected to have exploratory conversation with Dion Waiters in near future. Now, me personally, I'm not high on this move, especially if he comes in and he's high on gummies. Remember, he had that panic attack on the plane while he was with the Miami Heat. He had those edibles. It was not a pretty sight 
for Deion Waiters and also consider the other options that the Lakers have. You got guys out there right now, guys like Isaiah Thomas, Trey Burke, Tyler Johnson, Tim Frazier. To me, those are better options than Deion Waiters right now. Yes, Waiters can get you a bucket, but he can also shoot you out of games. He's a guy who needs the ball in his hands to really have success on the court. So if I'm the Los Angeles Lakers, I'd focus more on trying to get a playmaking guard because that's not what Deion Waiters is. I don't think he fits the culture of the Lakers right now. Like I said, he's got to get some issues. Right now, they're looking to make a championship run, and I'm starting to get concerned for the Los Angeles Lakers. Do they have the depth to compete with the Clippers and with the Milwaukee Bucks? They needed to make a move. They needed to sign Darren Collison. Maybe they can get him to change his mind. Probably not. But right now, the Los Angeles Lakers, they need to find a way to get some depth. And yes, LeBron James and Anthony Davis, they're having first-team all-NBA caliber seasons. They're phenomenal. Anthony Davis is the best player on the court in most games, but you need that depth. You need guys that can come off the bench and give you productive minutes. Right now, Rondo's not doing that. Darren Collison could have done that. But to me, if it comes to Deion Waiters, I'd wait on Waiters. But before we wrap, I want to give a shout-out to everyone who makes the Get More Sports podcast possible. I want to send a shout-out to Real FRG, Mr. Clint Pasillas, Mr. Stan Park, Mr. Gary Lee. Those are the big wigs behind this operation. But thanks again, guys. I want to give a special shout-out to everyone who's been rocking with us here for 100 episodes. But that is going to do it for episode 100 one double O. We hit the century mark here on the Get More Sports Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you get your podcast these days. And then head to YouTube and give me all your takes right down below in the comments section. Give me all your takes right down below in the comments section. We've got a jam-packed show for you guys Wednesday. Have a great rest of your day. See you Wednesday, and I'm out.